0: And we're live with Be Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just test Voice, let's welcome our guest. Angela Fischetti is a physical fitness, yoga instructor, and licensed massage therapist specializing in wellness for older adults please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, Angela Faschetti. Greetings and welcome, Angela.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm so happy to be here.
0: I am too. Oh so we have to take our deep cleanse. Show us how to do a deep cleansing breath so we can be ready. Go ahead. Show us how to do a nice deep cleansing breath. What should we do? Through so our nose.
1: Yeah. What actually what I'm doing is partially closing off the epiglottis at the back of the throat, and I want you to think Darth Vader sound. Oh, okay. It's all internal, so it goes like this, and you do continuous mm. cycles of that, and it literally brings down your blood pressure.
0: I it did. <laughs> I needed that because people don't know that before the broadcast. We had a little technical difficulty, but we remained calm. <laughs> and we just needed this little cleansing breath before we started.
1: <laughs> We're both from New York. That is not easy. I think that's why I became a yoga teacher, because it's just like, whoa. <laughs>
0: Well, Nan says, hello, Angela. Oh, hello,
1: Nancy Love. I love her. Thank you for showing up. She's an incredible
0: artist. Oh, that's just great. Well, everyone, we're here, and you're here because we're going to learn about yoga in a seated position, and I think it's really important to learn about this because we're sitting so much, that's right. and even, even those of us that try to take care of ourselves and we try to exercise, we still, it's really difficult to avoid sitting a lot, if, especially if we're work or doing things like I'm doing this broadcast. I guess I could stand like Dr. Gregor does, but it's tough, especially when you're clicking and typing. It's really a lot to it. So we really do need to learn about this and incorporate this because since we sit so much, if we can do what you're going to teach us today, we could really get a lot of movement and stretching in, Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I actually have taught aerobics in a chair to seniors and and we got the boogieing in that chair like crazy. And this is really just, um, you and I chatted about this that we're really taking yoga poses and we're adjusting them for the concept of being able to do this seated stretching when you're in your office chair. And it's not just about sitting in the chair in the office but it's about driving for hours. And it's, you know, those of us, if we're not even working in an office, like you, Amy, you have to be at the computer quite a lot. I purchased a standing desk at the very beginning of the pandemic. But I'll tell you something. The problem becomes when the blood is pooling into the lower legs, into the lower extremities, and it happens when we sit for long, and it happens when we stand for too long. So, what's the answer? Movement.
0: I didn't know that. See, we're, I love learning things, and I'm glad that you taught us that. That's really important to know because we weren't meant to be standing even no, for long periods right? of times, right? We're just always meant to be moving and not having furniture and. <laughs> Well, before we start, guys, we're going to do a little true or false just to have fun and give people a chance to sign in and join us. It's time for True or False on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below, and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay, now this is a good one because Angela and I had a little email going back and forth about it, and I thought it was very interesting. So true or false... Sitting is the new smoking. You green warriors out there, you can type in your answer. What do you think? Is it true or false? And then we're going to chat about it. We're not physicians, so we're not getting out medical advice, but we're just talking about things that we've heard or read. Okay. So go ahead, Angela. What do you say?
1: Well, social media and the media and most of the public are going to say true because that's what we're hearing. However, if we look at a video that Dr. Michael Greger did about this very question, and he talks about that absolutely not, because basically it's um, with, with, with smoking, what it is is that it is 10 times more deadly than sitting. Now this said with sitting, if it's for six plus hours, that's called prolonged sitting. And that can contribute to mortality. And even if you're sitting six hours plus and doing an hour at the end of your workday, really hard workout at the gym, which is great unto itself, it does very little to counterbalance all that sitting. So that's really, you know, what, and I believe in that too, very much so.
0: Yeah, I think it's good information. I still like the little phrase, because in our mind, if we think that, then maybe it may be make us more aware, stand up, stretched, and do a little of the moves that you're going to be teaching us today, right. just to avoid it. Because it may not be as horrible as smoking, but it sure isn't good for us, is it? Right, absolutely. Especially the prolonged. Okay, so we have another question. Flexibility is one of the first things to go as we age or become sedentary. So what do you think, Green Warriors, type in your answer. And Angela, what do you have to say? Okay,
1: well, um, I know that a lot of people are going to say true because, hey, they blame aging for everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm here to tell you that that might be true if you are a sedentary individual. But if you are an active individual, this does not have to happen. But if you're sedentary, you can guarantee it's going to happen. So um, you want to keep up activity. Your stretching supports your strength training. Your stretching helps you with balance. Um, Your stretching helps you with joint range of motion to keep your muscles and joints also lubricated. So there's much that stretching can do for us. And, you know, I just think a lot of it, too, is the attitude about aging. Well, I'm just getting older, so I'm going to blame it. Uh, Don't go there with me, honey. I just turned 64 (laughs) yesterday.
0: Don't go there with me. Hey, everybody type in happy birthday because happy birthday. Thank (laughs) Thank you. And and it's really a birthday because each year that you celebrate, you are having a a rebirth because you're trying to get your aging from taking over your life and you're trying to get stronger. And you probably, would you define yourself as healthier and stronger than you were maybe years ago?
1: I, I would say that I don't know if that I'm stronger from like a weightlifting perspective. Okay. Yeah but I'm certainly, I'm definitely healthier. There's no question about that, okay? And I have over the last several years reversed several pathologies, prevented major ones, et cetera. But I can also tell you that during the pandemic, I've gotten stronger. So I have a whole home, I have a tiny little apartment and this apartment is not set up for human beings to live in. This is a <laughs> So everything that was on this side that you're seeing, mm-hmm. that's very nice here, is all, all somewhere on the other side. It's only 400 square feet. But this said, I have bought weights, that three weights from one, and I just recently purchased 25 pounders because wow. I'm getting stronger. I know, stronger and stronger. I have a weightlifting bench rebounder. I have bands, tubings, all kinds of stuff. So within that context, yes, I've gotten stronger.
0: I'm glad about that. I'm glad that you talked about the having very little space because this is another thing that you're going to be showing us is that you don't need a big gym. You can get your flexibility and strength with a chair. So that's going to be really great to see. Okay, we're going to have one more true or false and then we're going to start with the demonstration. So true or false, yoga, even chair yoga, can reduce the secretion of cortisol, the body's main stress hormone. So Green Warriors, type in your answer, true or false, and Angela's going to tell us about that.
1: Okay. So I've got to say one thing, Amy. It's wild being on this side of the, the true and false, because I'm always in the machine. In the, in the computer, <laughs> <laughs> Last time, I was like, whoa, she just tricked us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Anyhow, um... So here's the drill that that can be, a you know, you can say true. All right. However, it depends upon the intention of the class. So that previous class I was talking about aerobics in the chair. I was playing Rolling Stones and stuff for them. Okay, this was not intended to make them chill. It was intended to get them revved up. So it depends upon the intent of the class. But in general, chair yoga definitely targets the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and repair system to just help us de-stress.
0: And that's the kind of yoga you're going to be showing us today. So yeah, I going to do a Mick Jagger today with. Me. <laughs> we might have to have you come back. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We have a lot of happy birthdays for you. you. Oh, so geez. I just wanted to tell you Tracys and Nan said happy birthday. So a lot of people yeah. are just really responding to having you on. So I'm really glad. Okay. So I guess we should, we're all mostly probably already sitting, right? So why don't you begin and tell us what we need to do to participate with you?
1: Great. All right. So there's a few things that I wanted to talk about first. Um, I wanted to give you a little bit of a tip about the chair itself, particularly if you're working in your office, literally, um, and you're on maybe a chair that has wheels, don't use that chair, because I need you to be sturdy. Um, if It has swivel wheels that lock maybe, but hopefully they, they don't like move around either. The other thing is the surface upon which you do your class. So you're going to see here, I'm just going to turn down the camera for a second. I have my yoga mat, which is a sticky mat, underneath my chair. You can also use an exercise mat, but you just don't want it to slip and slide. Um, the other thing, let's do a little bit more of a disclaimer, medical disclaimer, um, Amy. I just want to inform people that if you are medicated for anything at all, medications don't only address one body system. They can address multiple at one time, even if you think it's something benign. So what I would say is just discuss this or any other exercise program with a medical health care practitioner that knows your body best. Maybe even show them the video and say, hey, look, is this good for me? Because especially if you have any kind of spine issues, and when I talk about the spine, I mean all the way from the base of the skull down to that knobby bone at the base of the spine, which is the coccyx. If you have bone density issues like osteoporosis, if you have spinal stenosis, herniated or bulging discs, if you have compressed nerves up into the neck, I would say, definitely talk to that medical health care practitioner. Other than that, this is a perfectly safe and doable routine, but Amy and I don't know you. I don't know you personally. I don't know what your health history is. You're not my client. So let's play on the side of caution with that. So um, a couple of things about the office, all right? Uh, Some suggestions. First off is to keep yourselves hydrated. Both Amy and I are down here in Florida way too much air conditioning a lot of the times. And people who are in overly air conditioned situations oftentimes don't even realize they're thirsty. Did you, do you you find that sometimes, angry? You know, I,
0: sometimes I think about that because I'm in the air conditioning a lot and I try to just be conscious of drinking water. And I think to myself, why am, is it so easy for me to drink this water and I'm not forcing myself, but I'm actually enjoying drinking this and it feels refreshing. Right. And, I, and I'm thinking, but I'm not perspiring. And that's a good insight. Thank you for telling me that because I, I often wondered right.
1: that. Tie that in. Tie that lack of hydration into the aging process. That's a big contributor to drying up the muscles and the tissue. As a licensed massage therapist, I know when my clients, I feel that I'm going to ask, how was the hydration today? Because the tissue literally feels like the taut strings of a violin. And and when I massage them, it's like crunching. That's that's lack of hydration. Is it really? Yes. It's lack of hydration. So what you do is this is the recommendation, unless you have a kidney issue of which I'm not aware. All right. Mm-hmm. And you talk to your doctor, but the recommendation is a half ounce of water per pound of body weight. Just simply take your body weight, divide it in half. And that's the amount of ounces of water that you should drink in a day.
0: Interesting. I like, to, I like to give my husband a little back rub sometimes. And sometimes I feel that Crinkly that you do, and then other times I go the same spot and I don't feel anything. Right, and and it must be I'm going to talk to him about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hydration. Uh oh, watch out, Rich, she's coming. It's it's his hydration, and he's a guy, and oftentimes Mm -hmm. I find the men don't like to stretch. So if you get flexibility with hydration, you're not going to feel that anymore. So it's just a little tip in the office. The other thing is if you're conversely up north, overheated, just too much heat in the offices. So just make sure you're getting that, you know, good. you, know, you wanna drink plenty of water. Now how you gauge yourself through this or any other yoga practice is through the breath. So we just want a free flowing natural breath. However, there are times that I might put you in a position where it's all of a sudden people are, are like this, they're not breathing, okay? So what you want to do is, that's not yoga. That's, that's no good.
0: Sounds right? like life. Yeah, that's right.
1: Instead, what we want to find is the eye. Find that place above within your yoga pose. Um, the last thing I just wanted to convey is to talk about how to sit, all right? So I'm going to tip the camera for a moment. We want to make sure that the hip joint, the acetabulo femoral joint of the hip is, can you see my bent knee? I'm bringing it forward, okay. It's higher than the tibio femoral joint of the knee. So oftentimes what happens is when people are sitting in their office chair or driving also, that the knee is below the hip, guaranteed, guaranteed that your hip flexors, particularly the iliopsoas, this muscle rests in front of the quadratus lumborum muscles of the low back. So you've got this sort of band, right? And when people are overly sitting, prolonged sitting, or, or sitting with the knees higher than the hips, all of this area, front and back, tighty, tight, tight, that contributes to this kind of walk that you see with seniors they walk like this and part of it is because the hips and the back are just so tight it's not necessary so just watch the height of your chair all right you can build yourself up with a cushion your car seat if it you know if it just automatically goes up my car is old and I have to sit on a pillow so that's it I just wanted to talk about those few things and I'm ready to get started what
0: about you I'm ready ready.
1: just another little point to note is the accessories that we're going to be using today for class it's going to be a yoga bolster however not everybody has a yoga bolster right so you can use a pillow or you can maybe use if, if you're in your office and there's a little sofa you can pull a cushion from there this is for people that When I pull forward in the chair, but some people with their back muscles, they must have support. So this way you get to come forward, but you still are fully supported. The other props would be a yoga strap. However, you could use a belt or even like the belt of a robe if you want. And then the other is a um, yoga blocks. Now with a yoga block, can you see me okay with this, Nan, um, Amy?
0: Yes, I can.
1: Okay, great. So I'm holding the block at level one. Then there is level two. Then there is level three. Do you have to have a block? No, maybe a big thick book, but with a proper binding so it doesn't slip slide. All right, so here we go. We're sitting into the chair. I am sitting back into the chair. Watch the slouching stuff, right? So the feet are firmly planted on the floor. Now to fully properly put the posterior pelvis into proper alignment, I'd like you to place your hands underneath your buttock flesh. Pull the flesh, not only straight back, but then wick it out wide toward the shoulders. So what this does is pull the flesh apart a little bit so that we can sit up on what's called in yoga, it's called the six bones. Anatomically, it's referred to as the ischial tuberosity. We want to absolutely get acquainted with the six bones, feet fully grounded into the floor. Now I'm going to bring my feet, chair width apart, not wider than the chair. I am going to pull forward a little bit. If you need your bolster, you can put it behind you. And with the hands on the thighs, I'm going to start moving into what's called a seated cat cow. So this is inhaling into spinal extension, broadening across the shoulders, opening the heart, lifting the chin to stretch the anterior muscles muscles of the neck now on the exhale the hands slide forward hook the fingers over the knees and now i'm going to come into a seated cat which is basically a seated abdominal crunch and then inhaling through the nose as i slide the hands toward the groin coming into the spinal extension of cow and then exhale into spinal flexion of cat Inhaling into cow, the movement is slow. It is not fast, right? You can make it as small or as big as you like, depending upon the uh, the condition of your back. So I'm going to hold now in the cat. Belly button is pulled in, working those abdominal muscles. And then from here, I'm going to slowly roll on up and. Because there's lots of wrist issues with office work, I'd like you to bring your hands together almost as if you're making like the classic namaste position in yoga. And then you're going to interlock the fingers. And I'm going to make a sideways number eight. And I'm gonna move those wrists. You might feel or hear a little snap, crackle, pop. That's okay, often that's just Blood, nutrients, oxygen bubbles, then they're starting to move through the joints and the tissue. Now here's the little thing that I gotta look at myself for the moment to reverse direction. Reversing direction is very important for cognition. It helps to prevent the cognitive impairment by doing something against your habit. And then we're going to release the arms down. I want you to vigorously flat the wrist. We're getting the blood flow down to the nail bed, which is the distal interphalangeal joint. Let's take a couple of big shoulder rolls up, back, and down. This is another very tight area, right? With all the typing, texting, computerizing, driving. We're not doing this. We're lifting the shoulder girdle and rolling. Now, I'm gonna sit forward a bit and I'm gonna bring my feet wider than the mat, turning feet out just a little bit, which is an external or a lateral rotation. And my arms are super long. So I'm going to press the legs open, push down into the feet to then lift and lengthen the spine. So this is a seated wide angle. When you sit a lot, the adductor muscles of the inner thighs get overly contracted. And this is just a way to offset it. If your arms are not like mine, you can just use your hands to open, breath in and out through the nose. Mm-hmm.
0: Then I'm gonna bring the hands
1: on top of the thighs. And I wanna take this particular class into all of the movements of the spine. So I'm going to come forward like I am with the spinal extension of cow. But then I'm going to go to the side. Then I'm going to come back to cat. To the side and forward. So this is called a Sufi grind. Now maybe your movement has to be a lot smaller. Totally acceptable. Fast. No, no, no. Now I'm gonna reverse direction. So in yoga we prefer inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the nose, but you know if you can't, you can't. But you just want to breathe. I'm gonna hold here, roll up. Now, one of the things Amy and I were discussing before we started the chat is um, the the overly the prolonged sitting causes issues down in the low leg and this is the pulling of the blood that i said at the beginning of the chat it's the accumulation of the blood down by the ankles and the calves one of the things to know about the calf muscles is the soleus muscle is um it's called the second heart and part of its job is to basically send the venous return of the blood back to heart so we want to do some action for the low legs so what i'm going to do is i'm going to lift my left heel as i inhale i'm way up on the ball of the foot and then exhale i articulate the foot to press the heel down and now we're going to go inhale to the right super high exhale to lower excellent for the plantar fascia which underlies the connective tissue on the bottom of each foot we're going to take it to the right. We're going to lift and lower up and down and up and down. Now we're going to do three times both. Just put in a pumping action and that will offset any accumulation. Hold steady for the moment. And now I'm going to Toe, heel the feet closer together not fully together but closer together sit back into the chair and just take a couple of shoulder rolls and then one more time I'm going to want you to bring those legs out wide because we're going to do something now where we tie in the back so I'm going to take my yoga blocks and I'm going to bring them to the floor out the front I'm gonna bring them up to level three, the highest level. So, when I press my legs open, I'm extending my torso forward. I'm not collapsing. And I'm gonna bring the hands to the floor or to the block. So, it depends upon your flexibility. We're gonna stretch the inner thighs, we're gonna stretch the back muscles. So if you you feel flexible enough, you can take it down to level two, you can go to level one. If you have the spinal issues that I previously discussed, then you don't have to come down at all and you can just work on pressing the legs open. Or you can bring your hands down and then round down. We want to press the knees over the second to third toe. When I drop down like this, Amy, I'm getting the sacroiliac joint. Very tough area to stretch, but this will do it. Now to come out of it, whether it be from blocks or the floor, I bring the hands to the thighs. I have a choice here. I can either roll up or push down into the thighs for leverage to extend the spine to lift and lengthen it. Toe heel, sitting forward. I wanna take a counter position. So on my chair, there is a space, there's an opening behind here. So I'm gonna slip my hands underneath there. Now, if you don't have that on your chair, you can grab the side of the seat or the chair legs, totally fine. And I'm gonna place the heels of my hands On the chair back push down into the feet thrust up the chest now for the moment I'm gonna speak to you but I would like you to lift your chin up toward the ceiling so you're gonna stretch those anterior muscles of the neck you're going to open up the pectoralis muscles of the chest the front deltoid we're going for scapular retraction which means the shoulder blades become like kissing cousins now I'm going to lift the head. And then inhale. I bring the chin to neutral. Stay here. Folks, what you just did for your thyroid gland is give it a present. Because now the thyroid gland gets a rush of blood just by that simple movement. Excellent for hypo, hyper, and Hashimoto's. So I'm going to release the chair and sit back. Let's relax the back for the moment. Inhale, open the arms wide. Exhale, we're going to self-hug. Try to reach the fingers in behind the shoulder blades. And we're going to do what I call rock the baby. So I'm pulling away from the chair backing a little bit so that you can see it's not this. It's not this side-to-side stuff. It's rotation. We wanna rotate the vertebral column to keep it healthy. So what are the movements of the vertebral column, of the spine? We have flexion, extension, lateral flexion, and rotation. This class will take you through all those movements. Then I'm gonna open back out, inhale, and of course we have to do both sides of yoga. We have to be balanced. So opposite arm crosses on top. Hug yourself. Hug the baby and do the vertebral column rotation. Breath in and out through the nose and back to center. Release the arms. Maybe a couple of shoulder rolls again would be nice. All right. So now I'm going to talk to people first who are hypertensive, if you're medicated or not. All right, because um, I'm going to ask you to lift your leg. So I'm lifting my left. You're seeing it as what, Amy, the right?
0: It's on my right side. Okay. All
1: right. All right. Just want to make. All right. So when, if you're hypertensive, I'm going to suggest that you hold one hand, palm up, place the other hand on top of it, palm up, and that's how you lift the leg. Um, If your arms can't support your leg, well, then then you're going to grab your yoga strap. Don't worry about lifting it high so you have your strap to easily lift the leg. For those of us who don't need either, then interlock the fingers behind the thigh, and we're going to lift. Now, here's one thing to call to your attention. In yoga, it's oppositional movement at all times. So one foot is pushing down. Opposite licks up. So I'm going to point and flex. So technically it's called plantar flexion when we point, dorsiflexion when we flex. Point and flex that ankle. Folks, the, the flexibility of the ankle is of the utmost importance for your balance. Extremely important. Now I'm going to make circles in one direction. You might feel here, snap, crackle, pop. Again, it's the same situation, not necessarily arthritis. We're going to reverse direction. Men are super tight in their ankles. I mean, men do all kinds of things when I ask them to to just rotate the ankle. So let's see if we can focus on that. Now we want to warm up the tibiofemoral joint of the knee. So I'm doing a gentle knee swing, forward and back. What I am not doing is kicking. I'm not doing that. This is a gentle knee swing, lubricate the joint. Now we're gonna travel up to the acetabulo femoral joint of the hip. So I'm gonna make hip circles and my toe is gonna touch the floor, but it doesn't have to. Maybe you need to make it super small. That's okay. What's not okay? Fast. Now we're gonna reverse direction. One more time, great, hold here. Now from here, I'm gonna place the ankle across the opposite thigh. On the opposite leg, I'm looking at ankle to knee to hip alignment. Now before we go any further, we must make a disclaimer here. If you have osteoporosis, you don't do this. So here's your modification. You take a block, put it to the inside of the non-working leg, so to speak. You take the side of the foot, place it on the block. So because what I'm just looking to do is open up the hip joint with this in a lateral rotation. And this does it, but it does it in a safe manner for osteoporosis. Even if your practitioner says it's cool, be careful with this particular movement. Now I'm gonna take both hands Place them on the thigh flesh. You never want to push down on your inner knee cap, the patella, because it's not officially attached to anything. It's kind of floating. So you don't push on the inner knee. You can now align it. We want to push down on the flesh. So I'm pushing down on the foot that's on the floor. And I'm pushing so that I can lift my spine higher. Shoulders are down. So we're targeting the lateral rotators by the gluteals and in particular the piriformis muscle which is the largest of those lateral rotators and the sciatic nerve runs under or through that piriformis muscle and um, this is a wonderful stretch for it but maybe we can go deeper into it when you sit a lot this really gets tight so i'm going to put my forearms on my shin bone i turn my elbow onto the fleshy part of the thigh my hands are not holding on to anything i'm pushing down in the foot that's on the floor to lift the chest this foot is dorsiflexed or flexed all right so really feeling it i even feel spinal adjustment going on in my lower back belly button is drawn in when you pull your belly button in you're engaging the deepest of your core muscles The transverse abdominis it's a good little hack on how to train your abs now if you want to go deeper and you feel like hey i feel pretty good then you can go over the front and take it down to the floor but maybe you can't reach the floor so that's when you use your blocks so the idea with the blocks is you're simply lifting the floor up to you this is the seated version of pigeon Kapotas, and I think it's also called the number four stretch. To come up, hands to the shin. Inhale. I'm either going to roll or pull the torso up. Exhale. Now, whenever I come all the way up, that's when I want to take an inhale so we can prevent orthostatic hypotension, which is a rapid plunge of the blood pressure. I'm going to dance the foot to the middle of the mat. And then I'm just going to simply cross my legs as if I'm sitting at a table having a little chat with you, right? And I'm going to actually hook my ankle behind the opposite ankle. So we've got them wrapped around each other. Now my top thigh is, I'm going to call it as the right thigh. And inhale, I'm going to open the arms. Exhale, put a crisscross left arm on top. Now, disclaimer, if you have rotator cuff muscle issues or any kind of impingement or nerve compression at the neck, you put your hands on your shoulders like this. Otherwise, we're going to come into Garudasana, which is eagle pose, where what we're looking for is the back of the hands to touch each other. If they don't, you use your yoga strap between your hands like so and it's all right if they don't touch. Now maybe they touch readily, and if they do, then you wrap your wrists. I'm gonna bring the elbows a bit higher than my my chin, and this is gonna give me a nice stretch through the scapulae between those shoulder blades. Inhale, I'm gonna lift them higher, and I'm gonna look up at the ceiling Exhale, I'm going to round the spine and bring the elbows either toward the sternum at the breastbone or all the way down toward the belly button for an abdominal crunch. Inhale, I'm going to take it up and exhale into the flexion of the crunch. Inhale, we lift one more exhale into abdominal crunch we're going to hold here now pull the belly button in and then inhale we lift up 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 exhale we're going to untangle ourselves and uncross the legs and i would actually come into a couple of shoulder rolls first because that's a lot of work on a shoulder girdle but it's appropriate work given that we're doing this for an office setting and i'm actually even going to ask you before we take it to the other side let's do some seated cat cow so i pulled forward if you need your bolster please use it feet a little bit wider inhaling into spinal extension exhale spinal flexion inhale into the baby back bend of cow. exhaling into the abdominal crunch of the cat inhale and then exhale hold for the moment rolling up and we get to do that whole sequence now to the other side so remember those of you hypertensive palms those of you who can hold the leg up strap the rest of us we're going to interlock underneath your opposite thigh your left thigh So pushing down in the right to help lift the left now a lot of times i see people do this stuff or this stuff or that none no, come on get yourself lifted lower the leg if need be that's all right hold steady i'm looking at right ankle to right knee to right hip joint point and flex so plantar flex Dorsiflex, plantar flex, dorsiflex, that ankle. Going to be good for that calf here as well. And then we're going to circle it. Now, this one does not like it as much on this side. I'm not going to quit, though, because of that. I'm just going to do my best to try. I don't like quitting. And then reverse direction. Belly button drawn in to protect your back. Lovely. Let's go to the gentle knee swing. No kicking. We're not punting a football. Gentle knee swing. And let me get that puppy out of the way. And I'm going to make circles for the acetabulo femoral joint. Don't need to touch the floor. That's okay if you don't. Reverse direction. You can keep it small, but not fast, all right? and then we bring it in. I'm gonna dance the foot to the middle of the mat and here we go, ankle across the thigh. So I'm telling you now, this side's my tighter side. It it happens to the best of us. So those of you who remember with osteoporosis, put the block down on the floor. I'm gonna take both hands, press down onto the thigh flesh foot is dorsiflexed shoulders are down this side is dying to do this with me because it's tighter and so what do i do i push down harder in the right foot i don't put push harder on the joint so we're in variations of kapotasana seated style of pigeon if we want to go deeper here we go elbow to thigh forearms to shin hands holding on to nothing and I'm pushing down on the left to lift the torso up. I want this collapsed stuff. We get to do that if we go deeper than at the end, you can let it go. Hold here, breath in and out. Go after those lateral rotators, send them some love. And then, if you wish, now one side will take this nicely from me. The other side, I don't know. I'm not going to know until I try. And that's the thing about yoga. Have patience in yoga. It's not linear. One day you may feel great in your yoga practice. The next day you may go, whose body is this? That's okay. Keep doing it. So remember, we could also use the blocks if need be. Ooh, la la. Hello, tush. It's right in there. Now to come up, you can bring hands to shin. Remember, you get to either roll up or lengthen all the way up. Hold steady a moment, moving the foot back to center, crossing the knees. Now maybe that's as close as you go, that's okay. Or you can double wrap the ankles then. So my top thigh is my left thigh. I'm going to open the arms out, inhale, exhale. Remember, rotator cuff uh, and neck issues to the shoulders. Otherwise, top arm is right, and we can bring either the back of the arms together or use your strap, or ultimately to crisscross the wrist. These are arms of the eagle. That's what I like to call it, Garyudasana. So the bottom elbow lifts the top, That's the big stretch between the scapulae. I mean, I feel it all the way down to the mid-back with this. Now, inhale. We're going to lift up higher. Look up at the ceiling. Exhale. I'm going to bring the elbows toward either the sternum or that belly button for the crunch. Inhale. We lift up, up, up. Exhaling. Abdominal crunch. Inhale. We lift. Ooh la la, feel it in those shoulders. Exhale, down to the belly button, please hold. Breath in and out through the nose, belly button drawn in. And now from here, we're gonna untangle those arms to come up, unwrap the legs, uncross, there you go. I'm gonna sit up a bit, I'm gonna take those shoulder rolls. And I think I like a little more cat-cow for these folks here. Feet no wider than the chair palms. Here we come. Spinal extension for cow. Exhaling through the nose. Spinal flexion. Inhale. Exhale. I like to do it in group of threes. One more of each. Inhale. And exhale. Hold. Let's slowly roll on up. We're gonna sit back into the chair. Now here comes the lateral flexion I discussed earlier. So you're gonna take your right hand to the outside of that outer right leg of the chair, left hand to your waist. You're gonna push down into both feet. Now inhale, exhale. As I start to slide down, I turn my sternum, you hear that, the breastbone, toward the ceiling. We don't wanna collapse the side organs we want to keep them open so we do that by that slight rotation inhale exhale you can arc the arm up and over if you have the shoulder issue you can keep your hand to the waist it's beautiful posture to open up those intercostal muscles between the ribs the obliques at the waist the intercostal muscles are responsible for 25% of your respiration cycle. They assist the diaphragm and lungs. Inhale, I'm gonna turn that palm up, grab a hook. Exhale, I push down into that left foot, reach out, stretch out the left fingers to come to center. Now, before I do the other side, I want you to sit a little forward on the chair. You're gonna take your yoga block, level three, and that's gonna go between your knees want to make sure that the inside of your ankles are as wide apart as that v-block so we're strengthening the hip adductors now i'm gonna sit back just a little bit as i press so this hand is going to go to the outside of the right thigh i think it was this side and i'm going to bring the opposite arm up inhale exhale roll it back now you know, with my long arms, I'm holding the chair, but if you can't, I I, I should say, I'm holding the seat behind me, but you can grab the side, it's okay. Inhale, push down into both feet. Exhale, turn and twist, roll your right shoulder back. For Ardhammatsi Andrasana, half spinal twist, half fish pose, belly button drawn in, excellent for peristalsis, and for your large and small intestines. Let's give your neck a little TLC. So inhale, turn the head, look over the left shoulder. Exhale, turn the head, look over the right. Inhale, look over the left. Exhale, look over the right. Inhale, look over the left. Exhale, look over the right. Inhale, head center. Exhale, torso and arm back to center. Lower the block down. We sit back. Let's go to the other side now. So left hand to the outer left leg of the chair. Right hand to the waist. Inhale as I slide down. Exhale, I turn the sternum toward the ceiling. So this whole side, the left side organs, we keep them open inhale exhale if you want to arc the arm you don't have to because you'll still stretch the intercostal muscles and the obliques the other way as well with the hand to the waist and inhale we're going to turn that palm toward the ceiling exhale reach up by pressing into the right foot releasing the right fingers and then grab the block between the thighs hand to the outside of the left thigh inhale left arm up exhale behind you inhale I push down into both feet drop shoulders down lift and lengthen spine exhale twist now we're not overly pulling we're not cranking it out from the arms we're drawing the belly button in and exhaling in order to take the twist so we inhale i'm going to turn and look over the right shoulder exhale turn and look over the left inhale looking over the right exhale looking over the left inhale look over the right exhale look over the left inhale head center exhale torso arm back to center set the block down for a moment just take a couple of breaths And one more pose before we close out. going to bring the blocks out in front. I'm actually going to place the blocks level one next to each other. And I'm going to want your heels on the blocks. I'm sitting a little bit forward so you can use your bolster behind you. And both legs out in front. I'm going to take my yoga strap now and I'm going to bring it around the balls of the feet, not the arches. From here, I'm stretching those toes wide apart, trying to expand them out, push out through the heels. Now, a lot of people, when they do this, they're like this, no. So what you do is relax shoulders, start to slide the hands back a little bit, going toward you. Now my elbows are bent, and I get to utilize my bicep muscles because the elbows are bent. Inhale, exhale, I come into a gentle forward flexion going for paschimottanasana seated forward bend those of you who are super flexible be careful we don't want your chair to tip because they can so be careful how far you go here those of you very very flexible you can take your peace fingers wrap them around the big toes for inhale exhale you can go deeper Maybe yes, maybe no. Big stretch, the plantar fascia underlying the feet, the Achilles tendon, the calf, hamstrings, glutes, low back. I mean, I tell people you're going to feel it where you feel it. Because of those areas, any area is tight, it's going to feel it. And then if you want to use your strap, inhale, you can actually pull yourself forward and up. Exhale. And I'm going to release the strap, and we can set ourselves up for a final relaxation. I'm going to bring the blocks a little closer. You can even stack your blocks higher if you want for this. The heels come on the blocks, the legs are straight, but I would like you to enjoy sitting back into your chair. And if you have a little blanket or something, throw it over you. You know, South Florida, I don't need that and palms up, just close the eyes and relax. Take a few moments to allow the yoga practice to settle into the body. Just taking a few moments to find gratitude and appreciation for good health, grateful for our bodies for working so hard for us perhaps sending someone in need, love and light. And bringing the palms together in front of the heart, as if performing a prayer in namaste. You don't have to bring your hands here. And in yoga, we like to honor each other by saying, the light and spirit within me honors the light and spirit within you. This translates into the word,
0: Namaste. Namaste. Anyway, Thank you. Lady, namaste, my love. Thank you for having
1: me on.
0: Oh, that was wonderful. Thank All you. Magic oxygen you. bubbles. <laughs> Even if you didn't have a hard day, there's just so much tension that just gets released. It's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, It really cool. is. So I'm just going to watch this over and over this is wonderful thank you so much
1: so much and it's a real compliment coming from you because i know you have a fantastic yoga practice i see your pictures and your videos and stuff it's fabulous
0: well i tell you i don't have much instruction i just basically do it from videos so it's nice to hear the instruction and the reasons why that you're doing things because you can be doing it wrong (laughs) <laughs> if you don't have an instructor guiding you. That's possible.
1: You know, I mean, I am all about the alignment. My work is heavily influenced by the, the Iyengar uh, line of Hatha Yoga. So that's why we use the props to aid and help us.
0: Right. And Nancy Love said that was great. Thank you, Nancy. Nancy <laughs> well, does a lot
1: of yoga. She does a lot of yoga.
0: Well, now we're going to be opening it up for questions. We already have some questions that people had sent in ahead of time, but if you are live with us and you want to type in a question as well, we'll we'll take those. So our first question to you is from Rebecca B. She said, I wanted to be able to do the splits. She must have seen your picture. (laughs) Well,
1: <laughs> I don't know which split she's talking about.
0: Probably any split. Okay. What is a good way to work up to it? <laughs> okay. So
1: I'm, I'm going to stay with what you think she's talking about, that split from the photo. And if you want me to, I can angle the camera, move the chair.
0: Sure, and I- show us. Yeah, we'd love okay. that.
1: So let me just move this out of the way. So when I go to do this, I'm working on, let's say I start here. Maybe that's the range of motion. That's great. One of the things that you can do, Rebecca, is oftentimes the issue is not your inner thighs. The issue is the back. So I put a cushion underneath, and as soon as I get a little higher, I can open up a little bit more.
0: Wow, look at that. That's a great hack right there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. You can use a higher cushion as well, just depends. So now, I'm staying on the cushion for the moment. I'm going to use blocks now. Remember I talked earlier about lifting the floor up to you? So I like to do that with this particular pose, Konasan, Konasana, seated wide angle. So we did it on the chair. We were working on pressing open. So what I'll do is a lot of times people, they really want to get to the floor, so they start rounding and they drop in their head and they're not stretching this. And so... What we want to do is I want you to think you're lifting up from the low back because that lumbar spine at the low back does a natural extension. So we want to come forward and so I'm going to use the blocks and maybe I'm out here and I'm pushing down to lift up. I'm pressing down and out with my legs simultaneously to lift up. You see that's the key in yoga is oppositional movement. So maybe I can go further forward. Maybe, I don't know, can I come off the cushion? I'm off the cushion now. And I'm gonna go extending, extending, walking, pushing out. Another thing that you can do, Rebecca, would be to go up to a wall so that you can work like this with your arms up. And as I start to press the inner edges of the feet, into the wall, I'm inching my arms up. And if you if you look at my back, it's really more about the back than it is about the inner thighs. So I, I would approach it in those, those ways you can do it. The other thing, and this might not be my best angle in the world, but I'm going to show you, um, is you can come into it from a supine position, face up. So I'm going to roll down onto my back. So I'm going to bring the knees up. I'm going to come into happy baby. That kind of helps me open all this up. And then maybe I'm going to, you can use a strap as well. Extend one leg out to the side and then the other. But then maybe eventually both. So you can work your split that way as well. And oftentimes that's a lot less offensive. (laughs) (laughs) So those, those are the three suggestions that I would give you.
0: Wow, that was wonderful. You showed it in a really way that you wouldn't hurt yourself. You could just work your way up to it because you're having the correct posture. Yeah, okay. Cheryl said, is it true that you shouldn't do yoga while menstruating because it blocks your flow?
1: Listen, let me tell you something. There's some like stuff that gets transferred down centuries upon centuries. You have to remember something. Yoga was first executed... For thousands of years by the male physique. So part of my work that I do is when I work with people, women have only been doing the physical practice of yoga for a little bit of over 100 years. And what I do with my work is I adjust the pose to suit the female physique. Now this said, I think you're you're thinking about is that there's an issue with menstruating and doing inversions. Yeah, That's what i think thinking yeah. about now. I'm supposed to say yes. Do I believe it? <laughs> <laughs> because are you up? Are you holding an inversion for like hours now? Don't get me wrong. BKS Iyengar, Mr. Iyengar, in his 90s, was doing a 30-minute headstand every morning. That was an oh. entire yoga practice, but. This said, if you're going up for not even a minute or two, you're not going to reverse your blood. But I'm supposed to say yes. Got it? <laughs> I, I want to be forthcoming with you yes. from where I'm coming from. But I, I do believe that's just an old-fashioned male thing that got transferred. Okay. And I, I'm going to take a hit on that from other yoga I know I'm
0: It didn't stop me and I didn't notice anything. There you go. When it happened to me. So that's my personal. Thank you for having my
1: back, Amy. But but everybody's
0: different, right? So we can't make any claims. Well, we really enjoyed this. I would love to have you back because the time just went so quickly. But I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody, and maybe you can come back and even tell us you have a wonderful healing story. But Tell everybody, what do you do?
1: Okay, thank you for that. Um, I do work uh, virtually for um senior fitness consulting by way of older adult personal training and when i do that work i'm working with you in conjunction with your practitioner now when i say that it's only so that i will be able to have a conversation with them typically it's done on email where i send in a qu- of several questions to your practitioner mostly i'm wanting to find out of con- about contraindicated movements for an individual and maybe some suggested movements and um i want to know about the medications and um so what they can expect from me would be at our first session we would have we would review a medical history form i don't care your age that's what i do because even though you might have an issue that fits a, a protocol for for uh exercise or yoga, because I do this with the virtual yoga as well. And I do this when I'm on site for massage therapy. I don't treat the individual as a demographic. You have you have an issue, maybe, and you have a, a protocol for that issue, then there's a demographic, but then you're an individual. I have to know about you as an individual. So it's virtual training, virtual HATHA and prenatal yoga, and then on-site in Miami Beach for licensed massage therapy, including geriatric massage, where I work on people who have Alzheimer's, etc. And then also I do palliative care massage. So in conjunction with the family, it's basically helping that person as they're transitioning to the other side. Wow.
0: Yeah. It's quite so many. So much information and knowledge and so many different experiences with different kinds of people. That's just so amazing. I'm blessed
1: with that. I have amazing clientele for over 30 years working with seniors. I'm 64 now. And I started working with them when I was 31.
0: Yes. So you do have lots of experience. How can people find you on social media?
1: Thank you. They can go to my website, which is Uh, www.boomerandbeyondwellness.com. I'm going to just repeat it one more time. www.boomerandbeyondwellness.com.
0: And we'll put a link to that. Thank you.
1: And there's a contact form there and they can reach me by way of there. And there's FAQs there and there's, they can see my services and see how I work.
0: Great. And then, of course, you also have the Facebook group too, right? Yes, so I have both,
1: like, a, page. I have both a, a personal page, but the professional page is Boomer and Beyond Wellness. And then the other thing, Amy, that you know that I'm super excited about, because I think she's a mentor to both of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, it's an amazing thing. I, I woke up um, very near to Thanksgiving on a Sunday morning. I'm a member of Chef AJ's private group called, um, it's a a platform called Feel Fabulous Over 40. I've been a member since day one, and and I love this group. There's there's so much that this particular platform offers. And for the moment, they offer monthly Zoom meetings with private sessions with, as a group, with Dr. Doug Lyle. And once a month we have my doc, Dr. Frank Sabatino.
0: Oh, I love Dr. Uh, and, then, I and, then, and then
1: of course, weekly Zoom meetings with Chef AJ, with, um, which she also does like uh, once a month, typically we have a, a success story, which are amazing stories. And the thing is, is that in the Zoom meetings, we see each other in the gallery. And this is my tribe, this is my tribe. I love these people and they work hard and they have got a lot of issues, physical issues, and they're not letting anything or anyone stop them. And this is about helping, for some, inspiring them in the transition from the standard American diet, the sad diet, of course, to whole food plant-based or plant exclusive. So one day around Thanksgiving, I wake up to an email from Tobias, who, is, who runs and owns Better Life Summits. And mm-hmm. that's a virtual production company. And he, in conjunction with Chef AJ, produced her Weight Loss Summits. I mean, the list goes on and on. And he also is involved with her on the Feel Fabulous Over 40. So he writes me and says, I think we would be interested in you becoming a video presenter for us. And I'm just like, say what? Of course I do, you know. And so what what it is now is um, I'm a video presenter. So far, what's up on the site are strength training routines, uh, both with free weights and not, and um, also for chair, different types of approaches to chair yoga. And uh, the thing for me is, Amy, my work, I always need it to be inclusive. And when I use that word, I'm talking about the wheelchair bound and the bedridden because I have been working with this demographic for so many years and I have seen so many issues. I get a little little emotional, so many issues of health and um, to watch people really work hard is an enormous inspiration and motivation. And so when he offered this to me, I said, I can't, this can't be any more of a better fit for me. At this point in my life, it just can't be any greater. So, and 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 what I don't have to do, Amy, is I don't have to answer the question, where do you get your protein?
0: <laughs> yep, yep, right down to business and not have to get over those. For those of you that are not familiar with this, we we both have adopted a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And that is a question that we often get is where do you get your protein? And if you want to know more about that, we can do that in broadcast or you can check out the different groups that we talked about. Well, that's just so wonderful. You're out there in so many different ways, helping the universe and helping everybody and and I hope people can find you different ways. I hope you come back.
1: I would love to come back. Yeah.
0: and everybody that's watching or listening tell us what you're going to remember what's your takeaway and i'd like you to please stay tuned for a special announcement and that's going to be from just test voice she did our countdown and she also did our promo so just test voice who's coming up next If we want to overcome leaky gut and food sensitivities, Dr. Christina Miller, MD, says the microbiome is a good place to start. Learn how to heal on Be Green with Amy Live, Wednesday, April 20th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Well, I really wanted to thank all of you that are watching and listening and liking and sharing. You are what makes this happen, and you're what helps get this message out to the rest of the world, which... A lot of them do really need help and healing and to learn about this. So thank you so much for watching and listening. And if you would like to join with me, we're going to be doing my tagline, which is the Be Strong, Be Well, and Be Green. Are you ready, Angela?
1: Oh, yeah. Bring it on.
0: Okay. Well, until I see you guys again, remember, be strong, be well, and be green. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Amy. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green with Amy.